Good afternoon. This is George, your podcast host. Hosting Live Well Today. This is a social media platform for those of us that are in marriages and committed relationships to better, um, to create a better and more fulfilling and more lasting relationships in a modern society. Today's talk today is going to be about nine things that we should do to improve our marriages. <clears throat> As on yesterday's podcast, we, was, we, we kind of went through the list of, the laundry list of things that you shouldn't do. And I kind of want to be, and want, want to give practical advice. I just don't want to just be saying things. I want to, I want to actually give you steps that you can take to prevent, you know, breakage in your in your relationships and to create an ongoing and on developing um, relationship in and, and, and particularly in your marriage because those of us that have children, our children look and they kind they mimic what we do. So and even in this society, if we can live and and and, ha- and, and conduct ourselves in our relationship where it looks promising that gives hope to others so it's all about giving back and to understand that our relationship our marital relationship our covenant that we made with our wife or husband um is 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 something that the world is looking at and looking towards and we have the ability to show them that there is hope in marriage modern day society wants you to wants us to reap the benefits of marriage but not make the commitment so it's it causes mental distress distress it causes um, um, aching souls if I could use that for a terminology and in fact it causes the human being to be disrupted or be shattered and I hope by things that we we talk about on this platform helps give a better understanding because some of us may not go to a therapist or some of us may not go to, you know, um, um, resources that just maybe not within the, in our reach, but you come across this, this social media platform and you come across this, this podcast and this something that can give you a glimpse of hope because at the end of it all, it's about giving hope and, and, and looking at marriage the way it, is, it was originally intended it to be and to give us ideas to and give us a fresh look on how we can pursue our endeavors in being married. So today's talk, our conversation is going to be nine things that we can do to improve our marriages. <laughs> Number one, the more open the more we open ourselves up to our spouse, our spouses, the more intimate our marriage becomes. This is this is so true. And for some of us, as you know, perhaps, you know, we this is our second time around being married. Um, there is some there is some reluctance or, or, or some apprehension in some of our behavior, whether it's willingly or unwillingly. And the more we become more open with our partners, not based on what we have experienced in our previous 
relationship, not that what we have experienced in that former thing. Now that we are in something new, we have to begin to do things and conduct ourselves in a way that, you know, that, that that's going to be more beneficial. So we, I mean, the fact that it took us courage to say, or uh, took us courage to enter into a marriage situation, or into a marriage, I don't mean situation, because that's something totally different, excuse me, to force to enter into another marriage with another, with a person, that we are, that's an indication that we are opening up our hearts even more, we're trusting our, our judgment, because in most cases, when you have a failed marriage, and when you have failed relationship, that is the core thing that, that becomes problematic, you don't trust yourself because your last situation didn't work out or it failed. So, uh, um, um, so it, it puts you in a position to, you know, be apprehensive, you know, and it's okay to, to, you know, to be alert and, you know, gauge what, what your partner's doing and you gauging your, your behavior, um, patterns in your marriage is very important, but we cannot let, you know, what, happened in the past, you know, um, dictate or influence what we're doing in present day. That's why I said on yesterday, I made a statement and I'm sure it's, it shocked some of you, or I'm sure some of you wanted me to elaborate on it more when I said regarding, because we are in marriages for the second time or perhaps the third time or perhaps the fourth time. You women, ladies, you have to be willing to give your husband something that you never gave any other man, whether you've been married before, whether you've been in a long-term relationship before. How you honor your 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 present husband, your present-day husband, how you honor him is to give him something that you never given any man that that that, that was ever in your life. Now you now you have the opportunity to to those experiences, those things that you have learned about a man, and the, the right idea idea of of of, of what how you should be with a man, your husband your your husband present day should be experiencing that and then some, whether it's physical, mental, and all the others that that that's connect that's connected to you as a whole human being, gentlemen, husbands, you are supposed to give yourself. Like you never given yourself before to this new, this wife that you have given, that you have been afforded an opportunity to have. And when you do that, what this is what this is the results of doing that. When you become so um so open with your with your partner, this is what will happen. When you become so open with your husband or your wife, you really or, or when you really love someone. You will really you you'll begin to develop a sixth sense about them. And you will begin you can feel everything that they do. You can feel when they're under the dis, dis, distress. You can you can you can almost feel when they're happy. Even to the point where you can almost feel or tell when they're not being truthful with you. It's the weirdest thing, but that's what really happens when you really love someone. And you really open your heart and open yourself up to them on the level of intimacy. 
And I say that because I I, I believe no. Let, let, let me let, let me let me dis, let me discard that. I think what's happening in a lot of marriages, those of us that have been married once or twice before, or maybe three times, or you know, whatever the, the number may be, it's okay. I think what happens is the reason why we, we fear intimacy because we don't want to feel like we felt when we first when we married the first the, our first marriages. We don't want to ever feel that way. So we kind of use that as a as a shield of protection. So we won't ever get to the point of intimacy that way because obviously when we when, when our marriages were over, some of us was devastated by the behavior that perhaps our, our partner have done or, or you know whatever was taking place, we don't want to feel that way anymore. But we still have the need and desire for that kind of love. So it, 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 it it's it's a mystery what love can do when you really fall in love with your husband when you really fall in love with your wife that you'll begin to you'll you'll get a sixth sense of them we have five senses right but you develop a sixth sense which you you'll be able to tell you'll be able to sense if they're depressed or or, or distressed or under a lot of stress or when they're happy or even when they're not telling you the truth and I think that fear, that 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 scares a lot of us in, in modern day society, particularly women. You don't want to really go there because you are you are constructed to 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 respond in that capacity, but you don't want to do it because it makes you you become weak. Vulnerability makes you weak to your partner, and it's okay if you have a partner that's respectful and you have a partner that understands that and not take advantage of it. Or misuse it or mishandle it. And I think that's what happens in a lot of our marriages from most of us in marriage period in marriage period. A lot of us don't want to want to reach that place of vulnerability where your husband really actually captivates you or your wife really takes your breath away and that's something that you can't control. Society trying society wants to give you this modernistic view that you can control those things and love is a thing that you cannot you can't control particularly when you in a covenant relate when you in a covenant relationship with your husband or your wife I mean you shouldn't but I think what's happening in modern modern marriage today that's what's taking place and that's why it's so difficult for us to function in it because in, in some cases particularly from the on, on, on both perspectives the male and female perspective we have our friends that we, you know, most cases we do discuss our, you know, our our marital issues with with girlfriends or with with our guy friends, and we and, and society is always constantly telling us to be strong and don't look weak because um, sympathy and empathy and, and, and caring is weak because. Most men are aggressive. This is, the, this is the point of view that modern women are feeding women, and it's just incorrect. It's just incorrect information. Most men want a, 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 a woman that's, 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 that, 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 that's, that's able to be soft and gentle and not have masculine energy when dealing with him. In other words, modern women want men to, to, to respond and behave and be emotional like how they are. And that's not, that's, that's, not how, that's not the genetic makeup of men. 
That's not our mental psyche. That's not how we are. But I, I, I was doing some research in SUV, brain tech, and psychological facts and behaviors in human beings. I discovered something. Men are actually more romantic than women are. But men have to have something to work with. But if society is always telling you men's no good, and then you, you, you and you, and in most cases, most women are gauging it on their past experiences when they dealt with men. So they already draw a conclusion that most that men are no good, that men are always up to something, and that's just not the case. So that ideology has to be scrapped. You have to get rid of that. Just like with men, the ideology because. Uh, men are visual. Most men, when they see women dressed, you know, dressed a certain way and, you know, showing showing their assets, the mind of a man thinks you loose and, and you you more like more likely you you're floozy or you you're fast or, or you 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 know you you you're, you're advertising yourself for someone else other than them. Even husbands feel that way. So that's why, ladies, it's so important that you don't advertise yourself. In actuality, in, in, in the 16th, in the 14th, 15th, and 16th century, most women dress, dressed up for their husbands. In today's society, 21st century, women saying they're dressing up for themselves, which is not, it's, it's truth, it's, I, I don't, I don't want to be harsh, but truthfully, it's, 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 it's disingenuous. Because most women, if you're wearing things that, that's very revealing, you want attention from somebody else. Which that becomes problematic when you when you have a husband that you're dressing up and you, you, you're craving validation from other men. Those behaviors should not happen in a marriage. It's going to cause problems, it's going to cause issues, and it's going to cause... It's going to cause distrust. And in fact, you know, when, when these kind of behaviors are displayed, if they're not nipped in the bud, if there's not, if, if, you know, if it's not dealt with, it's going to evolve and it's going to grow into something else and eventually a, a, a not so positive outcome is going to happen. So this thing with intimacy, when you with, with your husband and your wife, if you love someone, I mean, if you truly love someone, and people, you, your husband could tell if you love him. Your wife can tell if you really love love them. To the point of they can they they'll they'll develop a sixth sense about you, and they can feel everything about you. They most 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 husbands they can feel rejection. When you reject them. Most women, they feel neglect when you neglect them. And I think what's taking place in modern society today, modern society is telling that you can have you can have the attributes and the benefits of marriage with your spouse, but you gotta withhold a certain portion for yourself just in case it doesn't work out. Just in case he acts up, just in case she does this. And that's not a good way to to to, to go into a marriage or mess or more or less be in a marriage with that kind of ideology on both sides. It's very detrimental. Number two, sometimes we get so carried away with trying to be right, we forget to be kind. 
that is permeating in marriage, even in even in just just in, in, in our modern day culture. People would prefer to be right than to be nice and kind to people. And unfortunately, that that bad etiquette spilled over into our relationship. It spilled over into our marriages. Most women would prefer to be right than to be kind. And there was a there was a saying by by a by a, 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 a scholar that says being right sometimes some I forgot how how they said it. it was in other words they was alluding to the fact that sometimes being right is wrong in in certain instances like in other words it's timing it's your it's, it's your pursuit of how you are projectedness and if you have this this disposition of always wanting to be right you'll belittle people and unfortunately you do that in your marriage you'll belittle your husband you'll belittle your wife because you want to be right instead of being kind forgetting to be kind consider how they would feel if they if like some of the things that we say for the sake of truth and for the sake of 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 of, of being right, we'll consider how it depends on how how you how you how you execute it. I believe we we live in this time in this modern society. We, our execution is bad. It's we are so insensitive. We, we we it's like we're almost as cold as ice. And we are professing love for one another. A husband is professing love for his wife, but he's talking brutally hard. Her. A wife is professing love to her husband, but she's disrespecting him and how she's speaking to him. Sometimes being right, we get so carried away with it when trying to be right, we forgot we forget to be kind. Things you cannot have in a marriage that's gonna cause issues going to cause conflict and problems. We must remove all condition on our love practices because it because if we have conditions on who is worthy of our love or how we are to give our love to our partners, then that is not love. That's something else. So then so so Husband, you got to move these conditions off. If she does this, this, and that, that's a condition. Wives, you got to move that off. Because then it becomes something else. It's no longer love. Because love, uh, according to the definitions of love, love is love is love is is unconditional. And then, and, and again, from the biblical perspective, that's why these two loves go hand in hand. For so long, I believe, my own opinion, that we've separated them. That's why we have a hard time loving, because we have this, we have this duality of, of, of a definition of love. Love gotta be unconditional. And love is unconditional in, in, in the Eros love. But you know that you, the, 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 the romantic kind of love. It has to be unconditional. Because one, you gotta first, you gotta totally accept someone. But modern society is telling that you can do this. Without, without it having any effect on you, and, and and we see the results of the energy that we are producing in our marriages. It's not, it's not, it's not fruitful. 
Number three, having backup plans. No escape plans. No zero regrets. In other words, you can't regret that you married your partner or or or, or this hypergamy mentality that a lot of modern women have. They'll be in a relationship with someone, but they but they're constantly on the crowd looking for something better. Saying I can get something better. I can get something better, but I'm with him. That's using someone. That's the same thing with men. You can't, that, that, that's not a good thing. And, uh, and, and if it's in a marriage, that's even worse. And I'm an advocate of marriage, but if you if you sense your partner, you, if you sense that you was your partner's second choice, you should probably divorce her. You should probably divorce her. You should probably divorce him because you have to be the first choice. Because if you all if you uh, if you are always the second choice, you're gonna be ill treated. You're gonna always you you're not gonna get the 100 percent of that individual. He's not gonna always give you your 100 percent. She's never gonna give you all of herself. And then you you'll come up with excuses why, but the bottom line is you was not the first choice. You was the second choice. Or the third choice in some cases. Because in today's modern society, women got three and four guys at their beck and call trying to decide which one. And in most cases, they want to get the one that they think they can run over. And not allow him to be a man. And, and, and you know, never mind, you know, his um, economical status. That's pretty much how, basically... The way how that would how that how that is um, played out. So you can't you can't these are things you you must, need to be done when you need to be doing while you're in marriage. No no backup plans. No escape plans. Like just in case he don't work out, I got I got Joe on the other other side of town. I'm I periodically I'm 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 corresponding with him. But you know, see, a lot, of t- a lot, of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of modern women play these games. A lot of m- modern men play these games. Here you go. Here you, you're in a marriage, but you still corresponding with somebody that you knew like you, and they found out you married, and they're waiting on the side like they're gonna come as a knight in shining, shining armor if your husband don't do the things that you think he should do for you. See, it can't be one side. It can't be so self-centered. Unfortunately, modern women are being told this stuff. So they're, they're doing this stuff and they're literally wrecking a good guy. Modern women today, they, and, and, and it's like, it's not the things that are, that's important. You got moral support, mental support from your husband. You want, you got to have a bad boy. You got to have, you want somebody that's running the street that don't care about you. That's what you want. Modern day society tells modern women that that's what they need that modern modern day society tell men you got a woman that 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 that, that sexually fulfills you anytime you want sex because that's pretty much why men get married ladies don't be deceived men get married for sex period and then the other things come in line until y'all understand that and try not to change a man change your husband You'll probably have a better, more fulfilling marriage. 
but modern women is trying to change their husband because they women when it comes to the sexual um, part of your marriage women you guys hold the key <laughs> when you get married you're supposed to give that key to your husband you no longer control that and then because the type of man he is he's not going to be a dictator or, or you know he's not going to He's not going to be, he's not going to abuse it. But truth be told, that key is supposed to be given. It, it, it's literally, we're literally saying that when we, when we, when we, when we recite and we repeat the vows that the priest or the preacher says to have and to hold. <laughs> you like you and, and forsaking all others. So when, when you say I'm forsaking all others, that's the key to you. You know, I don't want to get, I don't want to get, you know, very explicit, but that's the key to your vagina. You supposed to be giving it over to your husband. He has the key. You don't own the key. And see what modern day society, this is why it's so much confusing in your marriages, because modern day society saying you can repeat this stuff. So in other words, you said to having a whole forsaking all others, but you didn't really mean it because you still in control. When, when, when you, when you, when we, when we say the vows of marriage, you literally saying, oh, this is my life. I'm putting it in your hands. Modern day society is telling you to go through the, go through the motions of the, 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 the marriage vows, but don't honor them. That's why a lot of you have, that's why a lot, a lot, a lot of marriages are in trouble because we're saying these things verbally, but our bodies and our actions is not lining up to what we, what we say. And in and those in cases like that, it's going to become it's it's going to become toxic. And at some point, who would at some point honestly who would want to live like that? Because life is so extremely short. There was a time where again, if if you if you discover that, and how you discover these things is when you live with someone. <laughs> you discover a whole lot about a person when you live with them. And then you got to be willing to say, okay, I can accept that because I will both out and, and she can say, I can accept that because both our hearts are open for change, for evolving, not staying the same, wanting to be close and intimate with you. Intimacy, love makes you more intimate with your part, with your husband. Love makes you, intimacy makes you more open with your wife. And the closer you get, that is the goal. To rely on each other for everything. So modern day society is telling you something else. So that's really not marriage. That's why it's so easy for, for, for a lot of modern people to get in and get out. Or figure they can get some of the attributes of what, what, marriage, really, what marriage really offers. And still be free to do whatever they want to do. And you can't. Marriage is, is love based, but primarily it is a duty that you that you you make an oath to before the world and, and towards one another. Number four, the greatest gift you can give to your husband or your wife is their, is your time, your attention, and your concern. And, and, and this is this is this got to be a reciprocal behavior. Modern women say they want men to be concerned. You got to be concerned about what he goes through too. 
You got to be concerned. You got to give your attention to him just like you he needs your attention. And you got to give your concern just like he gives his concern. Number five, it's okay to be angry, but it's never okay to be cruel. See, there's a difference. Like if your husband does something to you, it's okay to be angry, but don't be cruel. Cruelty is something else. Cruelty is vindictive. Cruelty is, is paying someone back. If you if you if you operating in that capacity, I'm telling you right now, your marriage is, is heading for, 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 for Doom Street. Your marriage is heading towards disaster. And then once you get in that situation, again, I said something on yesterday. It's hard for you to express something that's inside you that is not. So just like we, 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 it's things that how we educate ourselves when it comes to money. You, you take an accounting class, take a financial class. When it comes to certain things, we take for, for, for computers, you take a programming class. It's the same thing with love and knowing how not to be cruel and be kind. Consider how you would feel. Now, if you used to being cruel and you used to, you know, being vindictive, I mean that that's something that's a that's a that's a personality or that's a personality defect that you have to work on. Which you what I mean by the personality defect, that means a narcissism and 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 and, and Covert narcissism and, and you know that kind of stuff. And most of those 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 characteristics develop from un, unresolved issues that you may have had in your past. It's plain and it's plain and simple. That's for male and female. That's unresolved things. Because this is this is this is how you know you have the issue. If you have a disagreement with your spouse, you get mad at him or her, and you and, and you punish them, ongoing. Like never before. I never. I mean, I I listen as as I do research. I listen to somehow some married men and some how how some married women communicate and say what they're not doing. But the vow said that's what you're supposed to be doing. Modern day society, you take, you, you, you recite the vows. That's why they try to change them. They try to change the words for sickness and, and for, for, for better, for worse. Sickness and health. Modern day women, they're like, if you get sick, I'm only going to do it but a certain amount of time. There's time schedules and time limits on, 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 on that. And that's supposed to be until your life, until death do you part. I believe sometimes that, 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 that in, in, in modern day marriages, we don't even consider what we're repeating. Some of us, know we, some, some of us literally going into it knowing that we're, that's not, we're, we're going to honor that. That's why you're having such a difficult time in your marriage. Because you ain't even honoring the vows. When you came before the, before the man... Or the person that was 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 reciting reciting it to you, your 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 mindset, your heart, you wasn't even in it. You was just in it for, for the for, for the for the instant gratification of 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 people noticing you, knowing that you wasn't gonna do that anyway. 
you my married you you my, my uh, those that are married that's listening to this podcast and those that are about to in, invoke in the uh, the second phase of your courtship into your marriage look at what those vows say don't create your own look it look it up Look, look, look it up and read it and see if you're gonna you want to be complicit to this stuff. If you're not, you're gonna have a hard time in your marriage. It's just not gonna grow. And modern day, modern day women is modern day, the modern modern day society is telling women, oh, you ain't gotta take this, you ain't gotta do this, you ain't gotta do that, but you still need want to get married. But you want to get married on your own terms. No. And I'm I guess I'm saying this mainly because as far as for for women, women, uh, women's this women feminine feminine feministic movement, they're the ones that's really wanting to change stuff. Men are not saying that. Those that desire desiring to be married in the marital construct, they're not the ones that's saying change this, change that. It's modern women. Cause it cause it's being put to them like they're being taken advantage of, and which is ridiculous. Cause there's no there's no proof of it. There's no proof that they're being taken advantage of, but they feel that it is. That's why, again, a lot of a lot of modern day propaganda. You got to be careful that you fall into that stuff. That's why there, there's a there's a, a 80% chance of most women that are are educated and 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 you know you know they got this stuff together. They're gonna be alone. It is backwards. You're supposed to build education, finance. That's secondary. Building a life with a person, with a man. Society is telling women, "You don't need a man. You don't need a man. You don't need a man." That is, that's just, that's just misinformation. And because I believe it, 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 it creates a, a power dynamic in in, in, in a marriage relationship. And unfortunately, modern women crave power. Until they hit the brick wall and then they realize they buy themselves. So they got to buy a dog or a cat. Which cannot replace a human being. See, that's another, that's some more propaganda that modern society has told women. Get a cat, get a dog, that could, that could replace a man. Or get a baby. And all those things expire differently. But I believe every human being... Is not born to be by themselves. That is a choice. That is a selective choice and selective behavior that's taking place in the individual's lives for that to, for that to be their outcome. Let's look at the. Let's look at the next one. So when it comes to anger, be it's okay to be angry. Angry, resolve the issue, but don't be cruel. This is something that that the SUVO brain tech psychological facts and behavior said. Most married couples kiss. You need to kiss your husband or your wife at least six times a day. Sometimes we miss that. We skip that. It is necessary. The 60 second kiss of death, even if you do it one time, it, 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 it creates a bond between you and your wife. It creates a bond. 
in modern day society, they telling you, you they telling you, how, how could you have a marriage without having a bond? That's why it's not working out for so many people. That's why the, the, the divorce rate is so high. Because we are having marriages without bonding. Which is, is that's the whole purpose of being married. Now I'm going to say this, and I probably, and and I'm expecting some feedback. Some people don't, if you don't want to be married, that is your choice. But you got to, you, the choice that you make, being single, again, I I, I forestated on uh, yesterday's uh, podcast, dating is not a relationship. So we need to stop saying that. Dating is not a relationship. It's not. See, modern day society is telling you this stuff. It's mixed messages. That's why you having a lot of uh, um, um, casualties. Well, I, I, I'm dating, but you ain't in no. You, you, when you're dating, you can't place demands on a woman on where her whereabouts and what she's doing. You know, like you don't have the right to do that. It takes a. It requires a little bit more than that. But modern day society is telling women and men that they can behave this way. That's why we have these calamities that we're having. If I'm, if you're dating someone, they're they're free to date someone else, and then we start playing word games. I'm dating exclusively. No, that's cult. You you're, you're courting. That means from that point, you're supposed to be trying. You're supposed to be going into marriage next. Not dating somebody for ten years, and then you end up living with them, but you're still not making the commitment. So what are you there for? Unfortunately, you're wasting your time. And this is just the, this is just the harsh realities of the matter. Men can do that and benefit more than women can. And I think that 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 is what's causing a lot of the conflict and causing this feminist movement because men it seems as men have, you know has a better better um, outcome. When they behave that way. And modern day women try to do it, but they're emotionally, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not um, constructed, um, you know, mentally in their heart and all that stuff to be that way because they'll be miserable and bitter. I've never seen so many beautiful, bitter women. (laughs) They're so bitter. Even in marriages, some people, you come with that nonsense, the negative energy from your past circumstance and you're bitter and you're mistreating the good husband and the good time that you can have and you're not even creating great great memories you're not even creating moments of joy and, and pleasure with your husband because you're still bitter from something that happened before and I say this to those that are those that are suffering this and you already married now you could still get help and be willing to evolve. Ain't no man should have to accept that from you. No, just like modern women, you don't. Ex- there's certain things that you're not accepted from men, and that's rightfully so. But don't get upset if a if a man does not want to accept some of this, some of this, um, this etiquette that you that you're portraying. There's there's just flat out bad behavior when it comes to when it comes to to to. To, to wholeness and when it comes to being being with one being being one flesh as as once you become married and you you behaving and you doing other things and you on social media and you texting and, and typing and, and DMing and, and, and responding inappropriately.
how would you feel? And most, and see, this is this is how you know it's wrong. Whatever, and it's okay to have, you know, up to a point. This is my personal opinion. Up to a point, it's okay to have the opposite set friends up to a point. But if they say things that's inappropriate in a joking way, it's always something behind it. Now I'm saying this from the perspective of men. When a man says something, especially if he know you have a husband. And you or you are engaged to be married and he says something inappropriate, if you laugh it off, that means you're inviting it. That means you're welcoming that inappropriate behavior. And then you need to consider how would you feel if you find out your husband is receiving hearts from other women? Or, 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 or things that's that's inappropriate to say to a married man. There's two, there's two dynamics happening there. Number one, he's behaving out of pocket. He should not be doing that. No, no other woman should have access to him the way his wife does when it comes to communicating. That's flat. That's point. That's the first thing. And in and, and this modern day society, you have you have to constantly be on your guard. You have to constantly make it known that okay, we could be friends, but if you get inappropriate. You, that's not going. I'm gonna stop you, and if you can, if you persist on doing it, then I'm gonna bring my husband in. Then I'm gonna bring my wife in. Then that'll shut that down. But in modern society today, in a lot of marriages, that's why there's a lot of problems and issues because there's a lot of untruthfulness that's taking place on on, on social media, and that's what's causing the conflict. That's something that you don't need to be doing in your marriage. And quite frankly, you putting all that energy in all these other people, that's the energy you need to be putting into your husband or your wife. That's and see, and, 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 and I said on yesterday, that's how you know your spouse loves you or not. If they if your spouse put energy in everything else, but when it comes to you, you know, that enable um that enable um that time, they don't have time to do it. Or they don't want to do it. You need to you need to you need to look into that. You need to really look into that. And as I first stated before, I was an advocate of of you know, you know, staying around and see no, I'm not an advocate of that. I don't feel that way anymore. And I honestly feel that I believe that there's happiness for everybody. You just got to find somebody either they're going to be comp- Complicit to what te- what it requires for both of you to be happy in a, in a, in a synchronized pattern. But it's not. You need to just stop, brush yourself off, give yourself a minute, and get back out in the game. That's that's really how I feel these days. And there was a time I didn't feel that way, but I see because of the modernized ways of of women today. You ha- and it's unfortunate that you have to take that approach. But you in your in your select in your selective process, you gotta be careful. You gotta you gotta discover all this stuff. You gotta discover if they're selfish. You gotta discover if they only in, they only think about themselves. If they do do they have the capacity to put you first? All of that stuff you have to consider before you marry someone. And then unfortunately, a lot of us are married to people, and then there's other side of the other side of this individual you've never seen before. It was probably there. You was just so, you know, you just wanted a, a, a relationship with that person because you select the person that you chose that you married. It was always there. 
and, 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 and the hope of marriage, again, the hope of love is that, that, that you love someone so much, you know, you, you know, you love their personality. So everything about this individual you love, that's what you hope in your marriage. But in most cases, you know, that, you know, you discover that's not the case, but there's still hope. You can still fix it. You still something you can do about it. Number seven, what you do, what you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. When it comes to marriage, what you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. For me, me for, from a personal, from, from, from my own personal experience, I prefer what you do every day. I don't, I mean, my birthday is cool. I, 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 I appreciate the extra on my birthday, but what, how you treat me every single day matters more to me. Do you show me that you want me? Do you kiss me? Do you touch me? Touching is so important in marriage. When you start touching, this is just my, you know, me, I'm thinking, this is just a, a, a perspective that I, I, I believe that's taking place. Married couples, when you stop touching your husband, you're telling your wife that you don't know, you no longer want her when you don't touch her. You telling your husband you no longer want him, you want someone else because you're not touching him. That's the bottom line. And perhaps the third thing, which is the most you know detrimental, is that you probably seeking someone else, and you ain't saying nothing, and you might do it in secret. But how I look at things. Like I'm in a place in my life now I ain't fussing about stuff If I'm supposed to get it I'm supposed to get it Because I make sure I do everything I act a certain way I, I treat I treat my wife a certain way I'm not going to tell I'm, I, I'm not going to try to tell her that she How she need to do that And if I don't get it I'm going to ask why Eventually I'm going to say why I'm not What's wrong and try to figure out a way how, 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 how we can navigate this thing so we both get what we want. And so that has to be communicated and it has to be in an environment where it's a loving, caring environment where you can do that without you being penalized for it later. And that's a learning period. That's a learning curve. You got it, It's going to take time, but you can eventually reach that plateau. Number eight, pay attention to your spouse needs. Pay attention to what your spouse needs needs are. You know, those needs vary. But, you know, in the context of doing it every day, it's so important. It's so very, very important. You know, because this is your husband. This is your wife. You know, if we look at look at matters of, of, of uh, everyday situations in life and stuff like that. If something happens right now, like God forbid something happens to me, they're going to come to my wife first and, and, and get instructions. And me as a husband, I need to lay it out, particularly because I have family and stuff like that. My family need to respect the fact that I have a wife, even though I have siblings, even though I have, you know, my mother's still alive and I have siblings they have to understand that if any moves are to be made because I'm married and me and my wife are one now. 
So the fact that me and my wife and one have something going on with me, they have to go through her. They can't. No, my mother can't just step up and say, "Well, that's my son. Uh, that's my son." And then no, that's second. That's secondary. And just like my siblings, they can't say, "Oh, my brother will want this." If I if I, I laid it out that anything goes wrong with me, it is my wife that y'all got to go through. And however she wants things to go, y'all got to flow with her. That's the same thing with husbands. You got to tell your family. Wives, you got to tell your family, oh, I have a husband. So anything that goes down, he kind of knows how I want it. You, if you have something separate, you're really not married. You can't have this, you can't have hidden, you can't have, you know, things in certain, um, set up a certain way that, 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 that excludes your husband. I don't care how long, one year, two years, three years, six months. That's still your husband, still your wife, and and so so you know the, the, your your wife and your your husband's concerns. You got to make sure that you're dealing with that on a day to day basis. It's very important. It will strengthen your relationship. It'll make your marriage strong. It'll make you you know you you create memorable moments and you be connected to someone. I believe I believe you know that God intended for us to connect. Modern day society is telling you to function like robots. We it's almost like we are almost like robots, like artificial intelligence. Because we so plugged into social media and plugged no we not even we you know, it's safer because I, this is I believe this this and then I'm gonna say this statement. I believe social media platform was 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 created for hurt people. So you can kind of design how you navigate your own feelings and you can and and, and, and and, and, and it's already morphed into it already mutated into something else that's why you could go on a social media platform and do, you know like one of those dating sites and you could put all your best attributes forward and you know you 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 know you need some mental work you know you need some work in certain areas of your life but what social media has allowed us to do is we could say what we want to say, but not how we really should be saying it or how we really feel about stuff, which is fictitious. That's why I take social media with a grain of salt because it's edited. And the algorithms, the algorithms on social media is built that way so you can think a certain way. Social media is, is actually making you think a certain way in your marriage. That's why we got to pull away from that and pick up a book. Some viable books with some viable information that's going to help us succeed in this thing. Because social media is not going to do it. Yes, is there some good, there's some good attributes on social media regarding marriage? Um, a, 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 a small percentage. Everything else is titillating. Somebody's having affairs or you or open and all this other kind of nonsense shoved and rammed into our psyche so we could accept this stuff when you truly love one person you don't want to share them in intimate ways that you sh with everybody those people that saying that and still saying they love they love they're not they're not being honest that's just selfishness and that's that again that's they're, they're functioning from a place of hurt that they never 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 had reconciled never they never dealt with it and there's so much to cover up. 
those personal defects that we have to work on every day as human beings to be better for our husbands, to be better for our wives. But we don't want to do that. But we expect these great outcomes. No, you got to sacrifice and put yourself on the line. Love, love requires you to be on, put yourself on the line. If you're not willing to put your life, yourself on the line for love, don't do it. Just be single, have sex partners as many as you can, and see where that make how you end up. And we have been being told we we are being told to buy in. The, you just be by yourself. Nobody wants that. That's agonizing. Because number one, as you as you progress in age, you begin to reflect on what you could have done better in relationships with people and things that you have. And if you have a lot, of, if you have a track record of falling, folding, and and things never working out, and and you leaving, you breaking up before somebody break up with you, you're gonna reflect that. That's not a good state of mind to be in. So, so today, again, we're talking about things that we can do to make our marriages better, make our relationships better. And number nine, of course, it's okay to schedule intimate time with your partner. You, I realize that we live in a busy, busy society, but I, I dare to say this, and I mean it sincerely. We got to be careful. We got to be careful what we deem what we deem so busy, so important that we don't make time for our partners. Because this world, you know, this world we has been shut down. And we see the effects of that. And it's so important for us to be connected with someone. That's why so many people are so depressed and burnt out. Even during this pandemic, they shut, they, they, they burnt out. They're afraid. The suicide, the suicide rate has gone up. People are killing themselves because they buy themselves. And, and, and it was a whole decade of, of this nonsense telling people that they don't need anybody and, 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 and being strong and doing all this stuff. No, it's taken out of context. And again, that, that, that's a billion dollar business. The magazine, them L magazines and shape and all that stuff telling women how how to do this and how to do that. Mm-mm. A lot of people have suffered. And they failed to realize that, you know, that's not the real reality. You can create whatever reality that you want. But will it be healthy? Will it be something that will affect you emotionally? Where you won't be able to interact with 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 with, with people, and they, and they said they was they geared those magazines to women, and and and, and they was they they did something. It was a um, it was a um, an expose on CNN. I saw they were saying that half of the stuff that they were saying to young women, they was just getting them to spend money. It was about products. It wasn't about truthfulness. It wasn't about the effects of of you running around having hot girl summers and all that kind of stuff, and you can't. Then when you get a when you get a good guy, you you so indecisive, you mess it up, you self sabotage. They didn't. They wasn't gonna tell you that. They just wanted you to buy Nivea skin cream and Clinique, and they attach this stuff because women are, are more emotional in that capacity. And then for men, they was telling men to do this, do this, and that for 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 for. for 
sexual conquest in this, and then when they get married, they, you know, they're still dwelling on some some girl that they had when they was twenty. So then you then you know you go into all these things, and then 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 you get to a point where you try to marry, then you you marry and you, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to function. Now that you are married, now that you have a husband and have a wife, all that energy, you need to you need to focus and put that in and what you have right now. Because life is very short. So this is the end of our broadcast for today. Our podcast for today. I just want you to know that you can live well today. And we're gonna continue on Monday. I wish everyone a wonderful weekend. Go outside. Take a walk with your wife. Take a nice stroll. Hold hands. Do something nice. Besides all the other stuff. I bid everybody a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your podcast host, George. Thank you for turning in. Have a wonderful weekend.